What is up guys and girls, welcome to episode number 137 of the Nonsense Review. I am your host as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello everybody. Those of you who are familiar with the podcast know what we like to do is briefly talk about our weeks and the goings on in the wide, wide universe. So that being said, Rick, how's your week been, buddy? I have done a remarkably small amount this week. The one thing that I have done myself is that I keep mentioning it because I, I do watch anime, but I picked up one anime and it is something that I have read the manga of. I think I've even talked about the manga before. It's the I Favor the Villainess show. Uh, I don't know what the English title is right now, but uh, the idea is it's uh, a reincarnation isekai where the uh, the main girl knows the plot inside out, and rather than any other princess, she really wants to get with the villainess. Yes, yes. You. I don't know if you've mentioned it on the podcast, but you've definitely told me this plot before. Yes, it's uh, it's not exactly the most groundbreaking plot, but it's rather, actually, rather fluffy, and I, I like it. Other than that, yep, I've been playing Sky Seven. I think you have as well. This uh, by this point. Yeah, you made me. You basically convinced me to buy it last week. <laughs> I'd say the one complaint I've got about it is that there isn't very much variation in the music, so it's very easy to get, like, two tracks stuck in your head. I suppose. I'm not really a big fan of disco music anyway, um, so uh, you can imagine the conversation we had behind the scenes when Rick suggested for our theme tune, this, it sounds like Disgaea, and I was just kind of like, uh, fine, because <laughs> I just wanted it to be <laughs> over with. But yeah, I can I can make quite a few complaints about Disgaea 7, if I'm being brutally honest, but, uh, you know, it's one of those. I don't like the changes they've made to the item world. I don't like this thing. I don't like the hell gas for the automated maps. I feel like it's such a waste. Yeah, like either have the thing or don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like the amount that you get for doing normal maps is so negligible. And you you don't start accumulating until like chapter 6 or something. Yeah, I can't remember what chapter you start getting it at, but yeah, it's, it's bothersome. I thought it was one litre of gas for one map. It's not. It's one litre of gas per turn. So, if you're using the automated system to grind up low-level characters, which is what I do, you're going to burn through it very quick. Mm -hmm. If you're boosting up low-level characters, I feel like the only real way to do it is stick them in the 10% XP thing, Yep, and uh, do that, do it that way. Just power level Yeyasu and just have him do a massive big gigastar. Kill a bunch of dudes and then everyone levels up. I will say this, I um, it shouldn't come as a surprise, but as usual, the Disguise 7 cast is quite colourful. I wasn't expecting to get the little robot fella so early. No, me either. <laughs> right, when I saw him, I was like, you are clearly a party member. However, I didn't expect to get him pre-halfway through the game. <laughs> I think you pretty much recruit the entire cast, like, before the end of Chapter 6. Like, I don't think there's anyone else other than, you know, like, super end game stuff. Yeah, I think there's one character that we've yet to recruit, but I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get them until the end. Do they have a very short name? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, can just, I can just spoil it. Like, she shows up at the end of Chapter 1, dude. <laughs> <laughs> She's the reason that um, that Perilica is actually having an issue for the most of the game. Is that in that she knocked down a castle and Perilica got blamed, blamed, blamed. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, my favorite chapter was the uh, was the fighting tournament. It was so fun, uh, story wise. Yeah, it was kind of funny to see someone be a knockoff of Void Dark. Oh well, yeah, Crimson dude. Yeah, Crimson Dark is just a recolor of Void Dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, things I've seen on the universe. The CEO of Unity has stepped down. Uh, his name's, I believe, is uh, 
John Ricciatello, for good reason. Unfortunately, he's going to have done so with a massive golden parachute and also while shorting his own company and making a ton of money that way as well. Yeah, I don't care. Um, it, it happens. It's business. It's scummy. Uh, it's not the first time it's happened. It's not the last time it will happen. Something that's been shared in our group chats. The PS5 Slim has been announced. This might be the time that I get tempted. It's likely going to be the same price as the current offerings on the PS5, which is like 50 quid more than than what they were like this time a year and a half ago. Obviously, this doesn't affect me. I've got a PlayStation 5. I hop on consoles as early as I reasonably can. That being said, one thing that's really struck me a bit odd about this announcement is they announced it and they showed a picture of it, but they didn't show a picture of it next to anything else. Like, oh, I don't know, the current PS5? Yeah, it just looks like the same thing when you look at it in a picture. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really stupid fucking way of showing off the, the differences. Here's the Slim. How the fuck do we know? Yeah, uh, they, they haven't even printed produced any measurements or anything it's just this is the slim it's slimmer just believe us trust us buddy uh watch it come out be the exact same size and it's just got a smaller hard drive uh, oh apparently that's the one thing that is getting upgraded uh, it's going from eight, 825 gigs to a terabyte uh, sasha baron cohen has been confirmed for the Ironheart miniseries uh, he's down as mystery man which may or may not be mephisto i'm actually sick of this every single fucking time something comes out and someone's cast as someone and people don't know who it is everyone says says Mephisto. It's a meme, Rick. <laughs> and uh, the other thing that I shared in the group is something that I really wasn't expecting to see. Hogs of War has a Kickstarter that's starting possibly now by the time you're listening to it on uh, on the podcast. They're aiming for £150,000. Uh, they're aiming for a PS4 and PS5 release, and the stretch goals include online mode and a PC port. Full disclosure, Hogs of War is near and dear to my heart. It was a very treasured childhood game of mine. I loved the shit out of that game, but um, yeah. £150,000 isn't a lot. Uh, it's it, This uh, Kickstarter route they're doing is quite clearly what a lot of Kickstarters do, and they're using it to prove to an actual <laughs> investor that there's enough interest to warrant them putting money into it, because there's no way they're doing it for that little amount of money. Oh, no, no, no. That being said, I feel like if this game does not get, one, a PC port, and two, online functionality, it's fucking pointless. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, they, they're basically going to live and die by what they're classing as stretch goals. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, no offence to, to the the guys involved, because, like, I, I would love more people to experience and play this game. Uh, there's a few caveats as well. I'm pretty sure a lot of the original audio is going to be gutted and removed, because a lot of it is super offensive. Yeah, it was a bit problematic. Even at the time, back in the year 2000 or 1999, I forget which, it's an old fucking game, they put on the cover, this game is um, piece, is not very PC, and that was before PC was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's back when political correctness gone mad was a, a like a catch-all term for uh, people wanting to be racist and being slapped on the wrist. It had the late great Rick Mail as the voiceover guy. 50-50. I, I, I learnt through recent years that uh, Rick Mail did like 60% of the voices and some other chap did the rest. This is actually, because I never saw Monty Python, this is the first time I heard the Monty Python theme. So for me, it was always the Hogs of War theme. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually a classical piece of music called Liberty Bell. Sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. I want to point out, when we say racist, it's not even racist towards who your finger's going to be racist towards. It's racist towards everybody in Europe. 
<laughs> they very much do caricatures of the different um, peoples that they represent, all represented as pigs. Uh, what they've shown on the Kickstarter page looks like a reasonable proof of concept. Like, it looks like they've done a reasonable job at uh, recreating what was uh, pretty much the bare bones of the PS1 game, although it will need a lot more polish than that if it's going to sell well. But other than that, like I say, had a pretty barren week. How about you? How have you been? How has your week been? And what have you seen out in the wide wide world? Yeah, my week's also been pretty barren. I tried to do something, at least one thing a week that I could mention, but truth be told, I played some Disguise 7. I'm still playing Baldur's Gate 3. That game is long. Um... Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've watched a bit of TV, but I won't, uh, I won't go into that until I've actually completed the series I'm watching. Otherwise, it's kind of a moot point. So instead, we're going to go straight to news for me. Sure. Rick, we finally got some new information on the Godzilla game. Do we? Okay. Yeah. It's the most disappointing thing I've ever fucking read, because once again, the people making Godzilla stuff don't know what Godzilla fans want. Oh, oh. Are they focusing on the goddamn humans? You get to play as a human trying to survive in a post-Godzilla versus Kong fight. What? Why? Oh, Jesus Christ. Why would anybody want that? Well, people like The Last of Us, and that's all about surviving. Okay, okay. But why would you want a Godzilla version of it when the word Godzilla is there? The thing that made me laugh as well is it specified that just after the Godzilla vs. Kong fight, and it's like, the city was barely destroyed in that fight. <laughs> <laughs> I knocked down two buildings. You happen to be from one of them. It's it's stupid. It really is. The last Godzilla game that came out that I bought was literally you pick a kaiju, you rampage through Tokyo. Sometimes you fight another kaiju. Yeah, man. Just having a uh, a game just called Kaiju Tokyo Rampage just sounds like a better time. I mean, there are games like that. It's just unfortunately they use unlicensed monsters, which they're fun, but it's not as fun when you're playing as quite clearly Godzilla. But but the game refuses to say Godzilla. Yeah, you're playing as Baxcalibur. In other news, I, I'm just going to bring this up because I feel like it's a bit of a stupid thing to do, but there's a new TV show, a dramatization of the Jimmy Savile bullshit starring Steve Coogan, and I feel like it's in bad taste. Uh, yes, so uh, I believe there was a bit of backlash uh, towards Steve Coogan when they were making it, and uh, I guess now it's out, and yeah, I, I don't think anybody wanted this. No, no, because it's essentially a bunch of people profiteering off of evil, which granted it can describe a lot of things in this day and age, but it's such a personal level of evil. Yes, yes, yes. It doesn't feel like something that, like, I mean, I'm guessing it's on a network with ads, because why would the BBC want to draw attention to itself after being literally the villains in that entire story? Part of the villain team, but yeah, I get you. Um, I'm actually just going to find Google, because I don't know. I think it was like, might be Channel 4. It's got to be something ad-supported. Yeah, the show's called The Reckoning. Oh, guess what? It's on the BBC. Oh, man. That really surprises me. BBC The Reckoning. Who is in the cast of the Jimmy Savile? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, fuck me. I didn't realise he'd only been dead for fucking 12 years, because I've got to be honest with you, it feels like feels like he died just the other day because of how often the, uh, the evil is reminded. It's a third of my life. Yeah, I suppose. It's just, you know, it, it feels like... He's not been gone for long enough. I, I, uh, 12 years is not long enough for you to do this, especially when, the again, as you point out, the BBC and many people who worked at the BBC had an active hand in covering up the evil. Yes. It's like 10 years after 9-11 doing a 9-11 dramatisation. Yeah. I don't understand the logic. I don't think anyone does. Do you want a bit of good news, Rick? Yeah, let's have some. A family of five wild beavers has been introduced to West London. <laughs> okay. 
this isn't the first population of beavers to be added to uh, to England, but it is in the, in West London. They've designated basically an area that will hopefully become wetlands after the beavers do their thing, where they dam up the thing. So yeah, for those of you who, who don't who, who don't know, beavers were were extinct in Britain for about four hundred years before they started reintroducing them. That's uh, that's uh, actually some cute news. Exactly, and I think that's a great way to uh, end the misery that is our new segment this week. All right, Rick. Full disclosure: we had some fucky wucky with our actual planned recording. It, it's fucked. It's all fucked. We've wasted an hour of our lives. We're doing Castlevania instead. Yeah, we we got <laughs> we ran into road bumps during the shit half of a film. So <laughs> Oh, you're not wrong. We didn't even get to see the gimmick of the of the main villain. Oh, it's such a shame. Oh well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so here we are, thoroughly defeated. So yeah, Castlevania, season one, episode one, Witch Bottle, available on Netflix. Three, two, one, and go. Yeah, um I, I- I wouldn't say desperately, but I was like, let's find something quick. Oh, I don't want to just type spooky into Netflix. I know, Castlevania, that's good. Why do I know Castlevania's good? I watched it when it came out, and I'm currently re-watching the first two seasons so I can watch the back end and Nocturne, which means I watched this episode yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen this show, uh, but I played a couple of the games. I've never played the games, but the show's good. Fuck these bats allowed. Yeah, they are. But yeah, I played um, like all three DS games, and they were all entertaining. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, and apparently, they all essentially follow on from the formula of Symphony of the Night in that they're like partial RPGs. Okay. But like mostly sideways hack and slashes, like um, well, they're part of Metroidvania. Yeah, I was gonna say like. I know Castlevania because the genre is called Metroidvania. One spooky, one space. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the one that nobody ever talks about, the Mega Man X's. But, uh, yeah, apparently those are uh, not quite Metroidvania enough to uh, make their way into the name. Yeah. Um. I think the series is weird in that I think it follows Simon Belmont rather than Trevor Belmont. Sure. Well, there's lots of Belmonts. There's what Simon, Trevor, Richter. Yeah, Richter comes after Simon. Either way, we're we're following the second Belmont, not the first Belmont. So, sure. But I forget which. Basically, the one that's not in Smash. Hmm. <laughs> Now, something weird happened with the with the first series of this because when it came out, it was only four episodes in the first season. And it really fucked me off because I was really getting into it. And then it's like, now you got to wait a year. Yeah. <laughs> Does he do the what is a man speech? I can't remember. I think he really very quickly yeah, gets fed up with humanity. I think he does have a, hum- yes. a a speech about humanity being dog shit at the end of episode one. Yeah, the traditional speech is, what is a man? A miserable pile of street- secrets and lies. But enough talk. Have at ye. Yeah, maybe, maybe he does that at the end of season two. Because Dracula doesn't actually have a confrontation with the good guys until season two. Sure.
Just look how tall Dracula is compared to her. Hmm. They seem to have a lot of uh, shit puns in Castlevania. Because you got Lupu here, and later on, they, they, a lot of the story uh, gravitates around grey uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it doesn't have a H in it, but everyone pronounces it with a H. Probably because the joke is in universe, everyone thinks it's a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> You may be wondering why we're so quiet, guys. Um, we're still a little bit yeah, defeated. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a pretty scene going on. There's a freaky scene going on. Yeah. And we're also still a little bit defeated from the hour of our lives. We're never getting back. <laughs> oh, if only the camera was on, you could see how defeatedly I'm shaking my head. I didn't need the camera on. I could hear the frustration in your voice. Um I don't think the audience yeah, gets to yeah, hear yeah, it yeah. very often, but it's something I hear whenever we play games, because... Because <laughs> I'm not good at video games. No, you're good at video games, you're just good at different games. Okay. Um, I get defeated in games that other people play in multiplayer with me. Well, it's also like I'm remembering the time in Destiny where I said something, and then immediately followed with, actually, I don't want this conversation, and you got really angry. <laughs> quote-unquote, then why'd you say it? <laughs> About 500 times. <laughs> uh, which I believe ended, yep, in, I, yep. I believe ended with me saying, sorry, I genuinely didn't think. <laughs> uh, no one else gets to turn down the rest of the conversation like that. <laughs> it's just, I'd already said the sentence and then realised I this is going to... This is going to open a can of worms that I don't want to open. I'm going to preemptively cut this off, which was just ten times worse because it made you really angry. And understandably so. <laughs> I, mm -hmm, I literally mm -hmm. went, let's have a conversation. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately we're, um, we're just waiting for things to happen in Castlevania. Oh, something really important is happening right now. It's just um, it's it's a very dialogue-heavy show. Yeah, so they're uh, they're now holding the funeral for the lady that we've just been following for the first like ten minutes. <laughs> it's not a funeral; it's a burning at the stake. I mean, that's as close as you get to a funeral for a witch. Yeah, a live funeral. Okay. I actually like this show, so I don't like it being made light of. <laughs> it's really easy to not like the antagonist of this show if you already don't believe in the church's bullshit. Yeah. I don't remember exactly, but I'm sure there was some backlash in probably America when this came out, going, why are they painting the the Christians as bad guys? Yeah, because it's historically accurate. <laughs> yeah. Although, that being said, apparently there wasn't that many burnings at the stakes for witches. It was usually just hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's much better, but, you know. 
Yeah, burning at the stake was for Joan of Arc. And people who pissed off Henry. And Henry's kids. Yeah. Well, even 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 then, you normally just um, axe headed. No, no, no. I'm not. I, I used Henry, but what I really meant was uh, Mary and Elizabeth. They like to burn people. But sure. it, it usually wasn't for being a witch. It was usually because how dare you promote Catholicism? I'm currently Protestant, and then the next queen was the opposite, and it was all fucky wucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Burning at the stake was certainly re- reserved yeah. for religious crimes. Yeah, one was one, the other was the other. Nether the twain shall meet. Boy, I really do like this fucking sketchy art style for the opening credits. Yeah, it's neat. It's uh, it's very on brand for Castlevania in general. Yeah. Man, I remember when this first came out, there was a lot of threads on like r slash 3d6 of how to make a Belmont. In D <laughs> and it never works because whips are shit in D and D. Yeah, so that's why you make uh, you 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 pick a feat that lets you get a free cantrip and you get fawn whip because at least that's somewhat serviceable. Yeah, <laughs> like it does something, and you've got the rest of your character build. Or you know, just talk to your fucking DM. Like we've got a pl- player in our game who who wanted his gimmick to be throwing weapons, so I just gave him a dagger that was somewhat decent. Yeah, like a returning dagger. And then they gave him another dagger for in case he wants to get into melee, but also explicitly making it so it's shit to throw. Because otherwise he'd throw yeah. it. Because I know. I yeah. know for a fact that's what he wants to do. <laughs> I think technically you could make a whip rogue. So yeah, you could do a shit zillion damage just with a whip if you got proficiency somehow, which isn't the isn't the hardest thing to do. Well, and also stealth attacks bullshit. It makes any weapon decent. Yeah. I like in this guy's it's very subtle that he's a vampire. Like, yeah, he's got the sharp ears, he's got the pointy teeth, he's got the sharp claws. But because of the way he's dressed and his mannerisms, he, he really does deflect from it. Yeah, he just looks like a dude in a suit uh, for the ages. And then he cries tears of blood. My god, I like his coat. <laughs> it's good, ain't it? I get why edgelords are attracted to the coat. Yeah. It's a good coat. It's a way to have a cape without just having a cape. We should bring back capes. Yeah. Except the... uh, I think Noel Fielding is the only person who tries to wear a cape in normal fashion. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Look at the lighting on this shot, man. Yeah, that's where the budget went. I do think the fiery effect is a bit shit, but uh, pre-fiery effect it's decent. 
Yeah. That feels it. I don't know. It's very easy to make fire look goofy in animation. Hmm. Uh, not like the post-fire effect, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm not knocking the artists or the animation animators or anything, but you know, it's it's it just really is an easy line to cross. Symbolism. Mm-hmm. Dude, it takes a fucking while to get that badly burnt. Yeah, it does. Y- y'all were cool with Especially just on... watching the woman Ooh. scream for hours? <laughs> and now they're having an applause. We did a good thing. <laughs> Sky Daddy said it so. How fucked up Not is... even. How fucked up is that, though? The mayor's just like, oh, that's done. Drinks? Fuck you! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's fucked up. He's, like, saying, if only we had more time on Earth, because then we could do God's bidding better. If you believe in God, surely you should think that uh, the time you have is all the time you need. Yeah, because it's all the time that um, is ordained for you. See, that's one of the worst things about this, is that in their minds they now think that they're justified, because they think this is a, a an, an incarnation of Satan they're seeing. Actually, they think it's actual Satan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the irony in it. <laughs> yep. Yep. I will admit, the effect that they're using now on that flame skull when he's enraged and his eyes bulge, that's pretty cool looking. It is, yeah. Like, I I find it difficult to believe that anyone would be, like, watching that with that amount of education and just straight up try to deny it to his face. Well... Something, something. Christians have uh, <laughs> have an amazing ability, don't they? I don't want to knock religion or especially Christians, but fuck them. When you're yeah. when you're yeah. this level of blinded, you kind of get what you deserve. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson did a uh, well. It, it was a while ago that he said it, but it showed up recently in my YouTube shorts. A little skit on the. Uh, the mental anatomy of a conspiracy theorist that um they're quite happy with a a sponge worth of um facts because anything that's a whole they'll just point and go someone else has the data and i have faith in that sure sure uh that being said i hesitate to put much stock in neil degrace tyson because he is a bit of a dickhead um that okay. The reason why I take umbrage with Neil deGrasse Tyson isn't that he isn't intelligent. He quite clearly fucking is. You don't need me to tell you that. 
But um, yeah. Gee, I wonder who the fuck this is. Um, but um, he thinks he knows a lot more than he does. As far as astrophysics is concerned, he is the fucking author. As far as I'm concerned, like he knows his shit. But he then tries to yeah, assume yeah. he knows stuff about other fields. I think the one that stands out most is biology. Uh, he once went on record as saying that uh, if sex wasn't fun, then a species would go extinct. And it's like, okay, here's all of the animals that exist via exclusively rape. Yeah, <laughs> bed bugs, for instance. <laughs> you don't even need. You don't even need to go the, to uh... that extent. Just go to the local pond. Ducks exist on it. Yeah, yeah. But like bed bugs, they don't even like they um have traumatic insemination where they just go through the side of their target. Okay. Which is real fun. I don't really want to talk about bed bugs because Britain's on on par for getting or specifically London is on track for getting an infestation cuz France fucked us. <laughs> they fucked us without yep, a condom, yep. Rick. Yep. Yep, they did. They did. And you know who's going to get blamed for it as well, don't you? Uh, let's not go there. It's it's a miserable thought. Yeah. Look at that. you got fucking two people with the same hairstyle. Lazy. Worst cartoon. Zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a dick on purpose as a joke, but I know reviewers who are like that. <laughs> Sorry, not on a personal level, just people I've watched. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, in case it wasn't clear, this is exactly one year after Dracula said he was going to fuck shit up. Yep. Would you not immediately stop your speech when the sky went dark? Yeah, when the sky went blood red, yeah. It gets worse in a minute. Does it start raining blood? Oh, yeah. How'd you guess, Rick? <laughs> yep, there we are. Look at him. He's got fucking vampire claws. Yep. It's raining men. It's 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 raining fetuses. <laughs> Feti. <laughs> man, fuck the Castlevania Pope. Yeah, man, like the sheer bollocks he was talking just sounds like a normal sermon as well. That's what makes it even worse. Well, I think I said it before, during my dad's, fu- uh, not my dad's funeral, my, my nan's funeral, they, they went on a big spiel about God and all that shit, and I was like, uh, I was like, this feels really wrong, but this is not the, t- this yeah, is not the yeah. time or place to make a scene, so obviously I didn't, but in my, in my brain I'm like, this is fucked. Yeah, like, whenever I hear something like that, I'm like, man, okay, this is specifically for like, the 4% of people who are here who were already super mentally ill and, like, 
rely on this as a crutch. Well, again, no, it wasn't. It wasn't so much that, so much as it sounded like he was trying to convert people. Like if it was just the usual ashes to ashes, dust to dust, we commend your spirit and body to body to Christ. I can live and let live with that, but it sounded like it was like a legitimately earnest uh, uh, attempt at uh, recruiting followers. You know. Um, yeah. 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 It was weird. Um, we had one where um, when my cousin was getting baptized, or sorry, my cousin's kid was getting baptized, and yeah, it was a, the priest was just going off on one at people who God just damn things. Sorry, the animation on that death was sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, going off on things. Yeah, just going off on people who had things and just basically... Uh, oh, you have a phone! You're condemn- tempting Christ! Yeah, yeah. You say you're putting your phone before Jesus and you shouldn't do that and all that. And it's just basically just mocking humans for being human and believing that that's the way that you recruit for your cult. Yeah, but guy, with this phone, I can watch porn on the bus. <laughs> And even more important, I can choose not to. <laughs> Dude, did you not know this phone is also a camera? We don't use those big bulky things with Polaroids no more. I'm taking a picture of the moment. You shouldn't have to. It will live long in your heart. <laughs> hey, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this has just become the Christianity bashing podcast. Oh, fuck. That's the title. <laughs> Man, yeah. <laughs> Defeated by Hannibal, return to bash the Jesus. <laughs> Man. And the worst part is, the Jesus is actually the the only redeemable part of it as well. If you say so. If I remember rightly, I believe Richard Armitage uh, plays our signature Bel- Belmont. Okay. A person who so that's, I... that's a different bosher to what we're uh, to what we're used to. Oh yeah, the bosher we're used to is a teenager and same level of bullying though. Yeah, has a third eye. <laughs> I've seen someone do an aged up version of that character, and she she looks as bitchy as you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, don't 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 fuck goats. Nope, nope. Nor sheep, nor any other animal other than consenting humans. I I gotta be honest with you. I'm kind of on this dude's side. If you see someone who has clearly been fucking and molesting your goat, and you have a shovel in your hand, I think your first instinct would be to take a swing at them with the shovel. Yes. Yes. Because it's your goat. You don't want your goat to be in distress. I've got to be honest with you, if I had a shovel in my hand and found any dude randomly having sex with a goat, I'd be tempted to whack him with a shovel. It ain't right. (laughs) I mean, it ain't right, but it's not a uh, reason for immediate murder. Well, you know, if anything... It's different when it's your goat or your dog or whatever. If anything, it would be manslaughter. It wouldn't be murder. Your, your attempt is to get the man off the goat. Sure. I probably also wouldn't whack him with the metal end. I'd probably whack him with the stick end. 
<laughs> bonk him with a stick. Yeah, you bonk the guy and send him to horny jail for being in a goat. I think that's not horny jail, that's just regular jail at that point. Mm-hmm. And that's where the first episode ends, Rick. Yeah. Okay, okay. Actually, you know what? Very little um very little uh, credits at the end of this. Man, we had two people with the surname Deets. That's fucking nepotism at its best. <laughs> is it just me, or is the choir currently playing sound like we're about to go into the fucking Halo thing? It does, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> Bargain bin Halo. <laughs> like for oh man, like I'm not a big fan of Halo, but man, that theme, that I'm fucking up all my words. That main theme is great. Again, we've actually been recording for well over an hour, guys. So our brains are a little bit melty. Yeah, we're closing in on the two-hour mark on the actual recording. Yeah, it's going to be like not even an hour when this comes out, and they're going to be thinking, "What the fuck is wrong with you guys?" <laughs> <laughs> chatting shit about Halo. <laughs> uh, you know. Man, the first Halo game I owned was Halo 3, and the ending theme is just Halo 3, Halo 3. Well, for, oh, that's a nice Man, look at those card. mutant care bears. Uh, just before this, it actually yeah. credited Frederator, which, uh, oh, there you go, and we just oh, got- Channel Frederator, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a classic vanity card, that Frederator one. Yeah. Man, what <laughs> fucking show did they used to put that after the end of all the time? Um, was it Adventure Time? I maybe. Oh, it is Trevor Belmont we're following, by the way. So Simon must be the one in Smash because Richter's the one in Nocturne. Yeah, I think we've got Simon and Richter in Smash because like one of them's the costume of the other. Yeah, yeah, the Echo Fighter. So they can basically put whatever Belmont they want to in Smash whenever because they've got the they've got the kit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. That being said, we are officially over with Castlevania episode one. Rick, what did you think? It's successfully hooked me. I don't know why I was holding off on it, and now, yeah, cool. It's neat. Uh, this might be my October thing. But yeah, how about you? What do you reckon? Yeah, it was good. This is the third time I've watched it. I didn't really begrudge it. I was a bit more loosey-goosey with talking, because I knew what happened. I watched it yesterday. Yes, yes. It's a good show. I do remember when this came out, me and uh, our two other mutual friends all pretty much watched it at the same time. We didn't watch it together, but we were talking about it a lot, and I remember you being distinctly not part of those conversations, so uh, I was pretty sure you hadn't watched it. And I was confused as to why, because animation-wise, it's a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was basically brought out around the same time that um, She-Ra was ending. It could be. This was 2017, I believe. Okay. Well, actually, they probably came out around the same time then. So probably started around the same time, kept going longer, because I think She-Ra finished in, like, 2020. I thought it finished in 2019. Same number. <laughs> okay. It's not, but okay. I'll concede this for the sake of ease on the podcast, but you can't say same number. <laughs> The final series of uh, this Castlevania was uh, 2021. Okay. Uh, and then Nocturne 22, and uh, yeah, season two, season 2 of Nocturne was now. But yes, Rick, uh, we have to do our usual wind-down, so let's get to it. Do you have a standout favourite moment? I'd say the first time Dracula gives his um, verbal beatdown to, uh, to the onlookers. Uh, the second time, he did more, but the first time, I think he made more of an impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, being, being a big old flaming skull in the middle of a fire that's just burnt his wife to flame. 
flames. Yeah, I get you, man, on that one. I definitely think it was more impactful yeah. than the second time. The second time was just him going, oh, you guys ignore me? Cool. I get to not feel bad about this. Yep. <laughs> How about you? What was your favourite moment? Yeah, my favourite moment was slightly after yours when quite clearly Alucard uh, was telling his dad, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this because it's not what mum would have wanted. And Dracula's like, fuck you. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I know what the final moment is of of, of season one which kind of helps make this moment a bit more special to me but yeah you'll get there when you get there it's not a spoiler guess who shows up in this series yep <laughs> uh, but yeah we can't only talk about the good we also have to talk about the bad Rick do you have a weakest link Christians <laughs> Specifically, the rank and file citizens just being completely apathetic and just like they're there to uh, clap at the spectacle and then just be cattle. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's rather depressing that out of all the people in the town or the city, whatever you want to describe it as, only one person was like, "I'm not gonna be here for this. This is fucked." Yeah, pretty close to not a one was there to go say, "Maybe not do this." I can't remember if, if we talked over it in this episode or if it's in the follow-up one but there's a moment where Dracula goes on a rant saying any one of the people there could have said this is wrong anyone could have stood up for her and no one did so fuck them yeah, yeah. But yeah, how about you? What was your weakest link? My weakest link was the fact that we don't actually see the titular character, the Belmont, show up until the end. However, if you didn't have this episode be set up for the scenario, there'd be a lot of people, myself included, who were like, I don't understand why Dracula's pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those, like, it feels so weird that Dracula is portrayed in any way as the villain in this. Well, because the reason why he's portrayed as the villain is Alucard even brings it up during their confrontation. Uh, granted, we might have been talking over it, you might have missed it. He straight up said, kill the ones responsible for this. I'm not arguing that. But destroying the entire country is overkill. And I think most people will agree. We won't talk about how real life stuff may be a bit too parallel to that right now. We'll move on. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, let's shout. Let's shout. <laughs> Rick, let's end it up on a highlight. You love it. I love it. Let's give ourselves an MVP. It's gonna be Big V himself, Vladimir Tepes. Uh, Dracula himself. The man, the myth, the legend. He just he carried the episode in every way um and i i don't think it could possibly go to anyone else in story but yeah how about you who's going to be your mvp rick it appears to be a rarity that grows uh, grows in splendor with every podcast we do but i actually agree with you fully like uh, it would be very odd to have anyone other than dracula be your mvp for this episode yeah like the closest i could say is like the animation department or uh like i don't think there was a single thing wrong with the voice acting but like like, yeah, it all culminated in the portrayal of the character. Absolutely, man. Um, I will also say that um, the unfortunate reality is for season one, Dracula kind of gets the white diamond treatment. Um... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> he gets a lot more screen time in season two, but season one is very definite. This four episode arc is just, we're establishing these characters. Well, at least he gets an episode. He shows up, but he's used very sparingly and to great effect, in my opinion. But I, I feel like next week on the podcast, we're going to start with Rick just saying, So I watched all of Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, compared to this week where I did fuck all, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's some it's a bit of homework. <laughs> Double MVP.
MVP for big old Vlad Dracula Tepes. Definitely deserved it in this episode. As Rick said, everything about him was great. Uh, we'll gush all day, every day. But that's the end of us for today. Join us again next week where we're going to do something spooky. We're not sure what. We're definitely going to amend our plans because everything went to shit today. But if you've got suggestions and thoughts, <laughs> we've got the comment section down below. Alternatively, if you're listening via one of the many audio platforms, you can instead send us an email at nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com. Once again, that is nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com. Fantastic as always. I I enjoyed uh, watching this. We enjoyed talking for you guys. And hopefully you'll join us again next week. Bye, guys. All the best. See you later.